accents. But heading justice. Then you come to the right place. That background noise that you hear is Bonnie. Breathing. Just breathing. Fighting for her life. <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Susanna and I were recording. We weren't recording, but we were set it up to record. And Bunny was fine. Barely a noise. Right? Not even a fart. And now, it's like, I can't get air, Chanel. <laughs> there is not enough air in the apartment. Yeah. Okay. This week, my case is called The Chicken Box. The Chicken Box. Mm-hmm. You got chicken box? I had it once. Yeah, well, you cannot have it more than once. Can yeah, you have you could get one? shingles because the chicken pox virus stays shingles in your body. The chicken pox for the old people. Shingles is just chicken pox take two. Not necessarily for the old people, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> and I think anybody can get shingles. I think anybody can get shingles. Yeah. I'm waiting for me to turn 50 and be scared about shingles. Susan, what is the name of your case? <laughs> the taxi lady. Oh, oh yeah. But back to this um, chicken pox conversation, when Herschel and I were small, he got chicken pox first. My mother made me play with him, so yeah. I would get chicken pox. And you get it out of the way. No, but the problem was, if you have two children who want to scratch, they find ingenious <laughs> ways to scratch each other. So they put us down to watch TV, and we were watching Sesame Street, which is our tried and true. And then my grandmother told the story that she came out to the living room and saw us with our backs <laughs> rubbing up against each other. So like we side back think, to back. But you, you see, but really you got a better a better end of that because her show is bigger, bigger than exactly. you. Exactly. And then we're like, him. But we're like rubbing <laughs> each other's backs, scratching, scratching. And she came outside and she was like, hey, only stop that. <laughs> Did they put you that that uh, pink like the calamine <laughs> lotion? I don't know. I that's what I don't remember. Like what I do remember was Fisher and I scratching each other's backs with our backs. Right? <laughs> that part I remember. I'm getting yelled at about it because I guess chicken box leaves scars if you like scratch that it. little hole. That Are I you know? serious? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. That that was the only one I constantly tick 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 and. There it is. Lots of people get chicken pox in different ways. I remember Anissa was working at the hospital, right? And she got chicken pox. This was when she was she was a medical student or she was a teacher. Oh, she was a doctor. Either way, she gets chicken pox. Anissa got one fucking pox. One pox. Her sister was covered in pox head to toe. There wasn't a pox. Allegedly, because I didn't see it, because I didn't want to see There was not a spot that was without a pox. No, no, no. And I think, I can't remember if her brother got it or not, but Anissa, she went and she got chicken pox. She got a single pox. That was it. One. Exactly. And the other one. She didn't even go anywhere. And she's the one who got it worse than Anissa. I remember that. Do you hate that? Um, I've always been afraid of mumps. Explain yourself. Because English mumps is the one where like oh face yeah they swells. when they, they went the uh, Brooklyn Ninety Nine they have it they had mumps mm-hmm. and I the, the, mm-hmm. and their face all swollen and I don't know why the thought of mumps just always freaked me out <laughs> like none of the other ones like you're covered in buttons all over which is disgusting mm-hmm. right no offense to the chicken poxies out there but <laughs> like well every no you had to say apologize you had to apologize to everybody these days you apologize to everybody these days and but then you know just the thought of mumps I don't know what about it made me feel like if I'd be one like one of those Thanksgiving day balloons like my whole head would get big and I'd just float I'm not saying it's rational. 
I don't think it makes sense. I don't even think it's physically possible. <laughs> but I'm just telling you how I feel. How is it that your having extra weight on you makes you fly away? If this is air. What I imagined mm. is this is air. Okay. Your face is swelling. Okay. But it's with air. Ah. Uh. Okay. Okay. It's not with like any kind of mm. juice or oh. bodily fluid. Mm. In my head, it's just air. Okay. And you're just gonna get so big that in your head fly away. that you're just gonna take off. Okay. If you ever get mumps, I hope not. I will put. I will buy you ankle weights. For you to feel better. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. This is a true <laughs> blue friend. <laughs> you don't have to fly, fly away, mm-hmm. or push it through this. Um, and I'm, see if you fly. I don't know. I don't know why that's just always been the thing that stuck with me about mumps. Um, in general, like I just feel like there are a bunch of things that I probably don't understand. And I have a mental image of what it would be like <laughs> to get it. And it's way off from the reality of what it is. It's just like me trying to be a billionaire in my head. I'm trying to picture. I am a billionaire with a B. A billionaire? Mm-hmm. With a B. I can tell you how it is. You what, how it is to be plane. a billionaire? Well, a private plane. Uh-huh. So the problem will be which plane are you taking yours or mine? You're killing the planet. I would be a, a, a an yeah, environmental bitch. billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Can't move too yes. much. Yes. Yes. You'll be an environmental. <laughs> <laughs> I y'all can't see it, but Bonnie fell off the couch. She didn't hurt herself or anything. Not the couch, the but cushion. she like slid off. <laughs> <laughs> This is why you fell. <laughs> I think she was trying to stretch. Oh, shit. Uh. <laughs> uh. Sorry, buddy. You have to go downstairs. Go, go somewhere else. Go, go get comfortable somewhere else. Thank you very much. She ploops her ass against the door. You are so dramatic. Okay. Okay, yeah. since Bonnie seems to have calmed herself down. What were you saying? How would this to be a billionaire? You were going to be an... Um, an environmental billionaire. Sure. I will, I will still travel by plane. There. I'm not saying I'm going to be the best, but I, what I am saying is that I'm not going to have a whole there are so private many jets. What I you will wouldn't have, have a private jet? No, I would drive. You would wouldn't have. Super you first class. Move. You... Oh. <laughs> So on a plane with Wait, other people, ha- what? Because why is this plane taking just get- fucking me across the street? Because you a billionaire. <laughs> this is the problem with billionaires. <laughs> this is the problem with billionaires, Susanna. And they're telling us. I think it's a big lie. They're telling I have us. Pictured yourself. No, Susanna, all you have to do is Susanna. You're not hearing. Go me. on the plane. Susanna, you're not hearing. These people are telling us that in order to save the fucking planet, like Captain Planet asked us to do. Right? Remember Captain Planet? He's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. That was his theme song. Okay? In order to achieve the dreams of Captain Planet, these people are telling us that we need to use paper fork, paper plate, paper straws. We're killing the ocean. We're doing all these things to the environment. We need to drive hybrid cars. We need to do all these things. And then they're flying in a fucking private jet to go 30 minutes up the road. Because they don't want to be stuck in car traffic. Or they don't want to walk. I'll see you there. Wow. And your commercial flight. 
I will take a commercial flight. <laughs> we just, I want the record to show, to reflect that when Susanna and I finally make it, because we've just accepted that we're going to make it. When we finally make it, if Susanna is at the venue before me, I would like for you all to egg her. I know, I will still Because be she got there on her private jet, and I will be coming in commercial. Check Delta, Lala. check Wash <laughs> Jet. You know? Lala. I mean, but at this point, if you the have a private plane, people know that you're a millionaire. You're a, a billionaire. billionaire. Uh-huh. Every time, everybody, <laughs> even if you're gonna have to buy your whole first class, it's still taking. Which, which I would say, bitch, that money would have gone to somebody in Africa or Venezuela for other. But I still try to get to the location. I'm just trying to get to the location with taking as many people in one trip as possible. It's just like you can, do that, your, you can do that on your private plane. You can do stuff like that in your private. Plane. Why would I take other people on my private plane if it's my private plane? You see? This is like carrying other people take, in your underwear. If you I'm, it's I your it's your underwear, underwear for your private parts. Let me tell you, you came out of underwear parts <laughs> i understand that i understand that i came out of underwear parts but what but does that have to do with it i don't want to continue to share that location that was a one-time trip you said you said here you want to have a private plane plane yeah, okay because you're trying to be environmentally yeah. conscious yes you got me with the bit words yes yes good job so good job <laughs> and uh-huh. right, you're saying you're gonna travel first class and you're taking this commercial plane uh-huh. delta american Air- airlines or whatever the fuck it is uh-huh. because you wanna you're gonna have a bus in the air yeah so you're saying that the more people that are there it's be- better for the environment because if all of them had a private plane exactly okay, good But now you're here trying to continue to be a billionaire. So you have, that means you have to work. You have to continue to work. But people know already that you're a billionaire. So they're going to try to bug you while you're trying to make your millions. Uh-huh. And then becomes jealousy. So you think I'm going to get comes- murdered in the sky? Oh, thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> My plan, Susanna, was just maybe you're at gonna most, tell me that you're sitting, you're sitting next right to next to. Let's just say that Steve Jobs was alive. still alive, mm. and he humble as it's in the the first class of a Delta Airlines. Mm-hmm. Delta Airlines, <laughs> right? <laughs> so Delta, just going in there, just said, "God bless you," and you're sitting right next to. Yes. Me. You're gonna tell me you're not gonna say hi, Stevie. You know what the fuck I would say? Mm-hmm. How dare you sell people phones with the charging cord and not the enough. block? Yeah, it doesn't come with the block. It you know the block on the end? The, the, the other day. That's how they make money, bitch. Susanna, but I was but so. That's how they make Susanna, money. Susanna, color me surprised. <laughs> My friend in Trinidad asked me to get a phone for her girlfriend. This yeah. is a Christmas gift. I go to the Apple store. I am an Android. They can smell Android on me. They don't want nothing to do with me because Mm -hmm. I'm Android, right? Mm -hmm. I find a man because the whole place is people geeking out, trying all of their little iPhone things, which are all the same things as every other version of the phone, okay? (laughs) Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. But while they're there losing their shit over the same features of the same phone, 
I was being ignored. Finally, I went to Blama and said, let me tell you something. I came here for something. I know exactly what it is. Let me show you the picture. Tell me if you have it. Like, that's exactly what I said because I'm not there trying to wait. I said, I don't need to test nothing. I'm not interested. I'm not trying to buy a phone. I have an Android. I know he says, okay, because he's happy to hear that because most of the people he's helping want to try <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> let me try this. <laughs> Meanwhile, they have an iPhone. Eh? It's the same. You're, you're going to buy another one. Why are you trying? Why are you wasting these people's time? If you're Apple, you're Apple. Buy but the fucking that's, phone. That's, that's part of their service. I don't care. Anyway, I get the phone. And then another request came in for a block. Um, I, no, so I said, well, maybe my friend lost their block or mash up their block or something. You know, here it's a it replacement. Is. I'm trying to get Delta Airlines to be our sponsor. And you're here fucking it up with the bigger bigger because you fish. asked me what i would say if i was next to steve jobs thank you very say, much how Mr. dare steve. you oh my goodness how that dare happened you after he died i tell him but he's alive in this scenario he's oh, alive okay okay so i would ask him what are these atrocities that you but are you see the entitlement of a person sitting right next to a millionaire putting his service to the world he should have bought the seat next to him. <laughs> the man you is see? a billionaire. And you see? You interrupted you see? me when I said see? I would have bailed that for the seat next you to said, me. Susanna, can you pick me up at the airport? And I said, no, my limousine already left. <laughs> okay. Susanna, you go yourself and me. your hybrid Uber. <laughs> your electric Uber. You interrupted me when I was saying if I was flying in first class, I would have run, um, bought the seat next to me so that nobody could be talking to me. I'd put in earbuds and act like I didn't hear nobody. Do you really think that stuff? For the future, when you all see me with my earbuds in the street, if I do ignore you, it's because I didn't hear you. For the future, if you <laughs> don't see me on the street or you see me on the street, I just never remember anybody's face. Also, her vision sucks. Yeah. So she doesn't have her glasses on. <laughs> she probably really didn't see me. <laughs> I cannot see from far. She probably really, yeah, she cannot see from far away. She nor can. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, we'll get surgeries. Um... Uh, Anyhow, you asked me a very specific question. I answered your very specific question. Now, at that point, if you already spent the money on this fancy air taxi and it's just going to take you and you alone and your ass to the venue and you and I are both going there, but you, you should take environment me. List. You should take me. Well, I will complain the whole time about the gas emissions. Mm. However, take your, your own plan. <laughs> I would like to be invited on this plane because now at this point, it's wasteful for just you to go alone <laughs> unless you have an entourage. If everybody's going at that point, I okay, don't know. You I, go on your plane. I feel that I would, I don't feel I will have like a bunch of people, but I do need somebody to make to them to do my makeup or that will be the first thing I do. Learn how to do my makeup properly. You know? Hmm. These are real first world billionaire problems. Yeah. I don't think I'm an entourage person either, per se. I don't even like having lots of people around mm. me on a that regular. That makes me so nervous, yeah. Yeah, so I don't think I'll be one of those so people have, who needs like 10 people traveling with them at once. I think I just I need one person who knows how to do many things. I want one person who can do plenty things. Like I want somebody who's That's a personal one. assistant, hairdresser, makeup artist. <laughs> 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 Fitness <But> coach. <laughs> 
nutritionist. Nutritionist therapist, yes. Mm-hmm. I need somebody to be but all them things. That person to have to get paid for all them hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to stiff you. Like if I'm asking you to do all of this, you have billable hours. Like if from like, three like, to like six, for, for instance, you were sitting uh, on us and you're, gonna, me, you're getting billed therapy hours. Uh, uh, therapy yeah, hours. therapy yeah. rates. Yeah. Yeah. If we yeah. go to exercise together and you're like, bust your ass or now. But this is this is in person personal training yeah exactly mm-hmm. and you get them rates yes yeah but i just need somebody who is able to do all the things because i will not have 10 people around me talking to me like that and i'm not trying to be elitist and be like don't talk to me i just know i'm just like at a certain point i just get sensory overload from being in a social situation where i'm like around too many people does that sound no, crazy yeah. mm, no mm. i don't think i will be like a many but you see now we have a, a plane with two people only for really if we each get one of those jack of all trades but mommy will take mommy all the time that five let's get into it are you ready for my story i am very ready because i'm intrigued about the name the chicken pox the chicken pox situation it's on the side all right okay the chicken pox why are you so excited <laughs> because it's a weird fucking name and it is a weird. some fucking some fucker coming my way <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All right. So it was fall, well, really September of 2016. And Linda and Nathan Carman were missing and presumed dead. Shit, you died like right away. Uh-huh. Yeah, people did, you know. <laughs> the mother and son duo left home on September 18 to go on a fishing trip off of Point Judith, Rhode Island. But by the 19th, when family members hadn't heard or seen the pair, they raised the alarm because they weren't meant to be at sea overnight. They were supposed to just go, catch the fish, and come back. Fearing they had gone adrift or lost power in their little boat, because it's a boat with an engine, right? Not a big boat. Um, the chicken box, which is the name of the boat. <laughs> the Coast Guard set out to locate them. The team searched approximately 82,000 square miles of ocean looking for them. I don't know how much that is, but it sounds like a lot. So I want to say they took some time. But unfortunately, on September the 24th, with no further word or any receipt of a distress signal, the Coast Guards made the heart-wrenching decision to call off their search for the commons. Mm. Family members of the commons couldn't believe it. They didn't want to believe it. After all, this was a trip for the mother and son to reconnect. So Linda is the mom. Nathan is the son. Born in 1994, the then 22-year-old Nathan could use a rekindling of his relationship with his mom. After being diagnosed with Asperger's at a young age, just want to stop there to say, I know it's not Asperger's, like Asperger's, but you had to admit the way it's Pelt, it makes it difficult. So if I do say Asperger's, people in the Asperger's community, please don't come for me. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, after being diagnosed with Asperger's at a young age, he had a few personality quirks because that's on the spectrum. It's like a high functioning autism. Uh, That's what I read. That's his Sheldon, no? Um... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because he was very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had some personality quirks that made it difficult for him to maintain happy relationships. Mm-hmm. Tall and gaunt, with a preference for wearing outerwear. So think cargo shorts, orange vests, and rain boots, like if he was always working at the zoo. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> he never quite fit in at school. And he rarely smiled or laughed, but that's because he wasn't trying to socialize with you. The boy have Asperger's, you know? But did you smile only when you have to socialize? No, but I mean, like, I smile to make other people comfortable, but that might be a, a black uh, um, safety mechanism because a lot of white people or non-black people find black people threatening for no fucking reason, even if we don't, we have nothing to do with you. Maybe because I have ear, a very wild resting bitch face. I don't know. You don't have a resting bitch. I could. I've been told. When you want to, when you have bitch inside feelings. But I've like, been told. Like normal, like normal And I get told face. a lot that my tone is an issue. Like people find my tone, like I'm telling them off. Meanwhile. Your tone. i just trying to tell you what I had to say. Your tone is <laughs> like a psychopath. Yeah, okay. Tone. Sure. Like it's the same fucking level, mad or happy is the fucking same level. That's psychopathic. That's very scary. People are scared. People are scared. Okay, <laughs> Susanna. People are scared. Well, anyway, I do smile a lot to strangers. Um, I found I'm out smiling. here that I shouldn't do it because men think that you're interested. <laughs> there they are. I'm scared of me. Let me get into the story. So, where am I? Right, he never fit in. He's rarely smile or laugh. He ha- only had a real fondness for animals. And um, in, uh, he only had a real fondness for one of the animals and for his grandfather. Right? Um, but unfortunately, in the years leading up to the boating accident, which is them going missing, yeah. he would lose his beloved horse, Cruz, to colic and his grandfather, and the poor and poor Nathan was struggling to adjust, you know. So like leading up to this trip, he lost a lot. The boy already had problems adjusting. He only really liked animals. He liked few animals at that. The one animal he liked dead, and the one person he liked also dead. So they needed to go on this little trip. So now he missing, she missing, and people are like, "What the fuck?" So after the losses, Nathan started getting into verbal altercations, which is a big deal because he didn't talk plenty. Right? (laughs) So the fact that he did, I'm sorry, but it's true. In one instance, he called the principal at his school Satan. And then he called the secretary an agent of the devil, which to me made a lot of sense. (laughs) Even when I read it, I said that made so much sense. Of, of the, the devil. devil because the boss is Satan and I thought that makes sense connected mm. I connected to me the secretary is pushing mm-hmm. the principal agenda You're so of course you are the agent of the devil if the principal is Satan Logical. This man is making sense, right? All the languages he could have choose to speak and he speaks sense. Okay. So since Linda and Nathan were used to vacationing alone since his parents divorced many years ago, his father name was Clark or something. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem odd that they would go on another trip together. Me personally, I wasn't going on no boat in September. You could barely get me to the cottage in September. You're not getting me on the ocean. In September weather. Cold. Cold. 
So you're telling me that when I get my yacht, <laughs> if it's a yacht, I will get on it in September. If it's a yacht, I'll get on it because you know why? It has compartments. Yachts have rooms. A dinghy with a little motor have nowhere to go. Okay, you're in the living room, weather. kitchen, bathroom, all at the same time. <laughs> no, I don't think at any weather I could get you there. If it's a yacht, yeah. Yeah, if it's a yacht. Now, there, where is the environment on the yacht? Hmm? Just park me. the. I'll go on the uh-huh. park yacht. <laughs> if the yacht is parked, <laughs> I'll get on it. If you're going anywhere, <laughs> okay. Shut up. Let me just whatever. Anyway, anyway, days passed, like I said, and they called off the search because they couldn't find them. Right? Hope was lost, and it was presumed that both Nathan and Linda were lost to the high seas for good. That was on day until day seven. On day seven, some sites say five, some sites say six. I went with this article from, I'm going to say the name, Intelligencer. I'm not sure about that name, but that is the site where I got that information. On day seven, Nathan was found alive in an inflatable raft clinging for his life, you know, because he don't want to dead on the high seas. And he was found by a commercial ship just south of Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard is a rich people area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I don't know where the Hamptons is, but I want to think it's in the same kind of area. I don't know. Anyway, I might be in a completely different state for all I know, but whatever. <laughs> Even for a person without Asperger's, it would be difficult to communicate the enormity of being rescued when you probably have given up all hope of that ever happening. But for Nathan, who had limited speech and struggled with expressing himself, he was able to say this, quote, I would just like to thank the public for their prayers and concern for both my mother and myself. And I would like to thank the crew of the ship that rescued me, both for rescuing me and for treating me very well. Adding later that he felt healthy, but emotionally he had been through a lot and wanted to be left alone to mourn naturally. With his typically estranged, his um, sorry, with his estranged father picking him up, that's Clark, I assume he was estranged, picking him up that day and noting that the day was a very tough day for the family. Mm -hmm. Everyone, of course, wanted to know what the hell happened. Did their ship get tossed? Was it bad weather? Was it ocean life? Was it human error? Did someone do this to them on purpose? And what the hell happened to Linda? Well, on September 26, Petty Officer 3rd Class Nicole Grawl said during a news conference that the chances of Linda Carmen surviving were minimal. So Nathan's request for space to grieve was certainly warranted. Most people would say that someone hurting the Carmen's at sea intentionally was a reach because who would? But most people didn't know until Linda's disappearance that they were rich. They were richy rich rich. Like the one we want to be. Yeah, they were like the but rich we fantasize. Do you see? And they want a little dinghy, a little boat with you a little see? motor. What do you? What? What is this you see? You're here traveling Delta when we could <laughs> have our whole motherfucking plane, a whole whole yacht. What does this have to do with them? But they're rich and they still didn't have a yacht, Susanna. Exactly, they should have it. Oh my god. Anyway, my whole anyway. Point. We're, they're richy, rich, rich, like I said. Mm-hmm. We're talking millions, mm. which was left to them after the passing of the patriarch. Mm-hmm. Susanna, let me tell the story. After, the millions were left to them after the passing of the patriarch, a.k.a. Nathan's grandfather, John mm. Chakalos. That's why I choose to say his last name. I think it was Greek. 
and it's probably like chakalos but it's chakalos c-h-a-k chakalos anyway so it was in fact totally possible that someone had it in for the family when nathan was found he was found with an emergency bag of food and water on his raft he definitely didn't have enough food to last him forever, but he was certainly lucky that he was either able to grab the provisions or had them stashed in a lifeboat. I suspect the latter because that's what any safety planner would mm-hmm. do. You know, you put the food there because when you open your life raft, you have food. Mm. Right. Anyway, Nathan was very candid with the authorities when they asked him to walk them through what happened that day. And Nathan said that he heard a funny noise coming from the engine. And then when he went to check, he was shocked to see that the boat was taken on water. And fast, it was taken on the water fast. Assuming that he was following protocol, because you have to remember this is somebody with Asperger's. So he see flood or, or, or boat taken on water, his immediate next step, Get the life raft, you know? Mm -hmm. He's thinking in steps, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, he said, I'm assuming he was following protocol. He made his way to the life raft and started desperately whistling and calling Mm -hmm. for his mother. But he couldn't see her. He could not find her. He has always been a loner. Or he had, sorry. He had always been a loner. But now he was truly alone. From what I read of Nathan, he didn't seem like he connected well with people. So to lose one of the few people in his life who would make the effort to maintain yeah, a connection with back. him, mm-hmm, despite his challenges, was probably devastating. He lose his horse, he lose his grandfather, now he lose his mother. Not to mention the likely survivor's guilt he might have been carrying whether he displayed those emotions or not. Because you can't assume that because he's unemotional that he is somehow... Not feeling. Not feeling, exactly. That's just about showing it more than... Not feeling it, feeling exactly. It. Yeah. Now, the police knew that Nathan had some issues with interpersonal relationships, you know, Satan, mm-hmm. principle, things <laughs> like that. Right? Uh-huh. And he had issues navigating social situations. But even with this, the police still had trouble accepting his story of the sunken ship at face value. I think it's because of his lack of emotional intelligence. And unfortunately, I would say here, because before I get into the rest of the story that the police in general tend to go for uh, okay yeah you're suspicious you know you didn't cry hard enough you cried too hard you know it mm-hmm. gets you know so they, they're but looking those, those are the cues that but that's that's what sucks about people on the spectrum or people already already diagnosed with this kind of mm-hmm. personalities mm-hmm that you are they're out of a box where the box is where everybody knows how to navigate mm-hmm. so you're out of there and instead of learning how it is to live outside in that box, box mm-hmm. we try to make them fit in the mainstream it, box uh-huh mm-hmm. and if you don't fit you're guilty mm-hmm. exactly just want to so segue that's, that's, here to say i saw a tiktok mm-hmm. by this girl who's doing psychology and she was saying how all of the psychological theories that we all learn, we have learned, are all from the perspective of a white man. Because only white men were operating as psychiatrists when all of these theories and conditions were um, assigned. So all them psychology books that people are basing all of their knowledge on about this trait and that trait and this is psychopathic and this is 
um, this disorder and whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. is all from the lens of a white male experience. Yeah, of course. Even if they had a research group or they had a, um, uh, what you may call it, like a, a study group, white men, unless they were taking advantage of a more marginalized group, like yeah. they used to do a bunch of experiments on people who were um, minorities, women, or people who were mentally ill, like giving them but lobotomies they didn't ask for and zapping their brain. And in, if they were not doing that kind of wickedness, they were pooling their information from a cohort of white men. Mm-hmm. So all of these that things that sense. we learned is all from a white male perspective. That makes sense. Yes. Anyway, back to the story. So, in order for us to understand where the police suspicion is coming from, it's we had the lack a, of reactions from him. That's what I assumed at this point. Okay. But we had to go back to 2013. That's now, 2013 was a damn difficult year for the common family. 2013 was three years. This is 2016, I think, when they. Um, oh, 16. Say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought yes. 2013. Sorry, now 2013 was a damn difficult year for the common family, and particularly Nathan, because this was the year his grandfather died at the ripe young age of 87 years old. The millionaire and family patriarch seemed like one of the few people who understood Nathan. In fact, he loved to show off his shy grandson any chance he got. (laughs) In fact, he donated engines to the local fire station twice and his only conditional request for acknowledgement was that he put the grandson's name on the side of the fire truck. Now, to him, the grandson's shy. To the grandson, he's like, I don't want to, you know, he having a social anxiety, right? <laughs> but to the grandfather, like, come see my grandson, you know, because he is proud of his grandson, whether he's socially awkward or not. <laughs> anyway, the thing is, Grandpa John didn't die of old age warm in his bed. Oh, he know. died from three gunshots to the head and back in yeah. his Windsor home with absolutely no signs of forced entry. And honestly, any and everybody were suspects in his murder. Right? The man is 87. He's at home mm-hmm. minding his own business. It have no forced entry. Shot in the back of the head. And in his back? That's crazy. So close family would recall that John had fallen out several times with Linda. Because he couldn't understand why she was always broke. Despite his constant financial support. John was actually super generous even giving Nathan access to $400,000 in a joint bank account. But that wasn't enough for Linda, especially since she couldn't hold down a job. Gambling was Linda's actual kryptonite. Mm. Though, sorry, let me restate that sentence. Gambling was Linda's actual kryptonite though, and she burned her way through Nathan's money in no time. So John decided to create a different trust and put Linda's younger sister, Valerie, in charge of that trust. Needless to say, Linda was pissed and a violent exchange ensued with one article saying it started with John pushing Linda and Linda pushing him back, scratching him and punching him and allegedly also grabbing John by the balls. Exactly. Her own father ear. ear. Yes, exactly. Oh my God. Her parting sentiment was, quote, my father is worth 300 million and I want my share. Mm. He's not going to cut me off. Hmm. 
Linda got arrested for assault of an elderly person, mm-hmm. but John's request John requested those charges be dropped because he's his daughter. But it certainly seemed like motive to me at this point in the tale. So at this point of the story, like I was saying, I wondered if Linda faked her own death so she could get away with offing John. So picture it. She's meant to inherit a bunch of money. John done dead and she inherited the money. She don't want to share the inherited money. So she fake a death so that he, well, she killed him and then fake a death so that she could escape with the money and never be held accountable for killing him. But that's three, okay. Three. Sounds like a lot, but I'm just saying. Three years? It takes a while for estates to settle and stuff. Okay. You never know. And I don't I don't know this I did not read enough to know if he had a clearly executed will or if it was one of those things where like money had to be divided up, things stayed in probate. Like I don't have those answers, you know? Okay. So who knows? For for all I know, it they probably didn't she didn't get any money until like maybe the year before or like a couple months before. Anyway, it seemed plausible until I found out that Nathan was actually the last person to see his granddad alive. In fact, they had dinner together the night before and Nathan could not account for his whereabouts after that dinner. Even though Linda was a suspect and John had a bookkeeper who was stealing from him, out of the two, um, Linda and her sisters who stood to benefit, so out of the two possible parties, mm-hmm. which is Linda and John the bookkeeper, Linda and the sisters who stood to benefit the most passed poly- polygraph tests. Mm-hmm. With no leads and no one jumping to claim $250,000 reward for information. Mm. The case went cool. I didn't say cool per se, but it went cool. Like they don't have any leads, they're not sure. Mm-hmm. Nathan was not cooperating with the authorities. But that is not a surprise because Nathan don't want to talk to you. He doesn't want to talk to anybody. It's not you, police. However, this prompted them to look at him a little closer because why not? Because he ain't cooperating and that must mean he's guilty. Seven months after Grandpa John died, they checked Nathan's apartment and they found a gun locker with a Remington shotgun and a pellet gun. So I know what you're thinking. But no, I'll go ahead and answer that question now. None of those were used as the murder weapon. Mm -hmm. But then everything changed when the police found out that Nathan invested in a Sig Sawyer Patrol 716 assault rifle, which was, ding, 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 the same caliber used to kill John. And where is that gun? Can't find it. We don't know where it is. But they know he bought one mm. because when you go buy a gun, you have to put down your information. But Linda Why, when has he... access to her his shit. Linda does have access to things. But he and Linda wasn't really speaking You're that well. You're gonna make me hate this guy that I'm ready feel bad for. The woman with the Asperger's. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Nathan. <laughs> um, let me see. Let me see. Like I said, Nathan was not cooperating with the authorities. However, this prompted them to look at him a little closer. Seven months after Grandpa John died, they checked Nathan. Possible Nathan killed John so Linda could get money. Then killed Linda to get the money he killed John for. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna read that's that again lot. for you. That's a lot. Is it possible <laughs> that God. Nathan with the Aspergers killed his mother so he could get the money he killed John for? Because John had the money first. John had to leave it to his daughter, but then the daughter had to leave it to he. So two people would have to die for him for to, him get, to that get that money. money. Okay. You understand? 
While in Nathan's apartment, investigators found handwritten notes with details about, quote, self-propelled improvised explosive devices and sniper rifles on an aerial video stabilizing platform. These are very specific searches. <laughs> Neighbors told police that Nathan was, quote, a time bomb waiting to go off and even referred to him as, quote, murder boy. Right? Hmm. Even more suspiciously, it seemed he disabled his truck's GPS on the night his grandfather died. Yeah. So maybe he was disposing of a weapon. And he destroyed his computer's hard drive. Like, he chose to destroy his computer's hard drive. Okay. But I don't think it eliminated the search. For Remember, I just told you what mm-hmm. he searched on the internet. So there seemed to be a possibility that he could be guilty. Meanwhile, when confronted about the secret purchase, Nathan claimed to forget about purchasing the rifle. You don't remember? Mm-hmm. The police are like, how the fuck you go forget about buying a whole rifle? Right? You only had two other guns. It's not like you had like a collection of 50, 60. Mm-hmm. You had three guns total. Like you will notice if the, shot, the rifle is missing. Mm-hmm. This struck the authorities as weird, like I said. But they still had no concrete evidence to link Nathan to the crime, especially since he didn't have the same motive that Linda did. Because mm-hmm. Linda and the father had gotten into a fight. Well, he didn't have motive until they started to look at his finances. It seems Nathan was a big spender. And that he convinced his mom to put him as the beneficiary of her inheritance. So, he, Linda, wanted John Munn. Like she said, he $300 million. I deserve my share. I want my money. Mm. So, she is an inheritor of his wealth. He got the mom to put him as the beneficiary of her wealth. But she wasn't due to get any wealth anytime soon because John was healthy. So, so John, John had, had to, to get go. killed. Mm. Then he had to kill Linda to get her money. Mm. So like I said, it seemed like Nathan was a big spender. And he convinced the mom to put him as a beneficiary on her inheritance. And if you're thinking, why did he need that? He has money in the trust. Mm-hmm. Well, the trust that he was left from the grandpa was blown through in no time. Then on top of that, he was left in excess of $550,000 when the grandfather passed. So I guess that was, this is excluding the money that he probably would have had in a bank somewhere saving Mm -hmm. for him for in the future. This was fast cash that was given to him upon the grandfather's death. Half a million dollars. Apparently, that also disappeared into thin air. What he was spending his money on, I don't know. Like, if he had a rap, I was about to say, if he had a rap video with like hoes in it, Mm -hmm. I'd say, okay, Mm -hmm. you're going to the club. He's springing, you know, like $1,000 in 50s every time to get these girls to twerk in his face, but no luck of finding that information. The unemployed Nathan, very similar to the mother who was also, I believe, unemployed at the time. I was going to say. The unemployed Nathan really was in dire need of money and and it made it increasingly possible that he arranged for his mother's demise. After assessment of the both, it was... Um, determined that before the 2016 fishing trip, Carmen, Nathan, Mm -hmm. he altered the boat in ways that contributed to its sinking. The judge in the Rhode Island case um, was trying to decide on the insurance claim and he rejected the insurance claim because if it's one thing insurance people don't like to do is pay out. Mm. So they find a way to not have to pay for right. an accident. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So their job is to make sure to prove that it wasn't no accident. So they were able to discover and get witnesses to testify that he removed two, I'm going to say what these are, I have no idea what they are, two stabilizing trim tabs 
Anything with stabilizing in it to me being gone seems very reckless. Mm, on a boat? From a boat. Yeah. From the stern near the vessel's waterline, which ultimately left holes in the boat. But he tried to pack those with an epoxy stick mm-hmm. so that you'd like plug it. Yeah? If that wasn't enough, they got a tidal expert to come in. And the tidal expert said that the tides that but the tides that day there was no way that Nathan Lifecraft from where it started would have ended up at Martha's Vineyard. It just have no way. The tides would have taken them somewhere else. Okay. So one article even said sinking about a hundred miles offshore and expecting somebody to happen upon you seems really reckless. Like that's a real you railroad in the dice to sink a ship and then hope somebody find you. Mm-hmm. So then they're theorizing that the only way that Nathan could have, have reduced the risk of dying at sea would be by avoiding the Coast Guard at first, which means he would have had to lay low. So what they believe he did was maybe dump his mother's body and hide out for seven days. It has no islands that far out at sea, mm-hmm. but it's believable that he could have hidden along the coast. So like if he sees them there, he goes somewhere else mm-hmm. and he hides out maybe behind some trees in the coastline. And then that's what he kept doing over the seven days that they were looking for him. Um, and then when he returned... Um, to sink his boat, he returned, sorry, after to sink the boat once he saw the commercial ship nearby. Mm-hmm. So what is the theory is that he had the boat with him the whole time. So he didn't and sink the boat. Around. He killed the mom. He kept the boat. He hid out from the Coast Guard for seven days. And then when he saw the commercial ship, because remember, remember, he has to be rescued mm-hmm. at sea, is when he sinks his ship, with, uh, opens the life raft, sinks his ship, and then he gets rescued, quote unquote. Jesus. This is what they believe. That's so fucked up. It's a lot. Anyway, um, they said ultimately they don't believe that Nathan killed his mother in a premeditated way because I guess they may be taking into consideration his Asperger's. But it seems more likely that he did so in a fit of anger. But to me, if you're going to say... That he planned to kill her, drive his boat around, hide out. Mm-hmm. He had food in his lifeboat. That seems like it was premeditated to me. And not so much fit of anger. Unless he was angry from the minute he got on the boat. Like as soon as he got on the boat, she said, you really wearing that? And he was like, nah, fuck mm-hmm. this bitch. You know what I mean? You can <clears throat> Anyway, on May the 11th, I believe of that same year. Mm-hmm. Of the year of the, the, the drowning. Seventeen. Nathan was held without bail on suspicion of murder since he was considered a flight risk. Because, you know, he rich. He had his request for release um, denied. And articles said that if it was re- if his request for release was granted, um, Nathan offered up his limited life savings as a cash bail and said he would hand over his passport and he would also consent to electronic monitoring while he awaited trial. There's been no decision yet on his trial. It's still ongoing, to my knowledge. 2023 and still ongoing. Well, I mean, if they can't, they have Proven. made a... Yeah. But he's here? He's no, he's not. He's, he's being held in jail. So do you what think... What if he's not... Do you think Nathan him? did it? He, well, he has, he has the motive, but... I, I don't know. I like to think he didn't, and that makes another another um argument 
Um, I just went on here to read. Mm-hmm. Um, he was charged with murdering the mom at sea. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh no, sorry, I'm wrong. I don't think that he's been held in um, custody since 2016. Let me confirm. You see, because oh, no, he, he, he Hold on, yeah, he might have been. Because, yeah, I also agree that's a very long time. Mm-hmm. But he is on trial for the murder. And in 2022, the last news about him, um, he was charged, I believe, in 2022. So maybe he wasn't in jail the whole time. He was charged in 2022. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully he was out in that time. Maybe he wasn't remanded into custody until he was officially charged. Mm -hmm. But he is facing a mandatory life sentence in prison if he's convicted of the murder and that's my story i thought so yeah you think he did it i he obviously have the reasons but you also can you also have to understand that these guys are working with somebody you know that they don't understand like we said you mean the police Mm -hmm. yeah so maybe they were just like "Uh uh-huh I'm going to push all the evidence to... I mean, it, there was a lot more to this story. And honestly, this is one of those stories I actually feel I might do a part two on. Like, I'm not even just going to give you a lot of update. Because I feel like if there's a lot of information I didn't include. Like, he has some fraud charges. He had gone missing in 2011. Um, and they were desperately searching for him um, at one point. And... Um, so I don't like he had a lot of a lot of things happen to him in the years, like a little altercations here, you know. He he did have a terrible time communicating with other people and socializing. So there's other aspects of the story, but you could only fit so much into the episode, you know? Yeah. Do you think he did it? I do. Yeah? Yeah, I think he did it. I think he did it only on the basis of the financial trouble he was having. He, he had just left all this money. Yeah, but he kept blowing through the money and he needed the money to exist. Like he kept spending all of the money. Here's what I don't understand. If these people have so much money, Linda be asking John for money. They like to spend. Why they didn't get a bigger boat? They were just supposed to be. Oh, that's a piece I, I didn't miss out. He had said he they when when the family had asked Linda what they were doing, she said that they were going to fish in this location that was supposed to only be about twenty miles away. Mm. And then when they asked Nathan where they went, he where he said they were, it was like a hundred miles away from the coast. Mm. You know, so it was like an inconsistent situation. And I agree, like, why would you do that distance in that little dinghy boat? Especially I mean, a lot of people, that's it. Exactly. A lot of people, that's... But then again, he don't have yacht money because he kept spending all his money. There was but spending what did money he spend it on? He, you, Wait, I don't it's not know. Like, it's not like, oh, you're going to, you bought a bunch of guns because Cheapo has only three. You know, like, it's not, it's, I'm trying to add the numbers here. That's what I'm trying to do. He spent the money. He spent the money. He spent it then. He spent it, spent it, spent it. 
I just don't know what he spent all of his money on. I would name this case entitlement, entitlement, oh, like, I don't know, what did you get, uh, like, because he's as entitled as Linda. Exactly, but if you grew up with a parent who thinks she's entitled to that money, you understand? Because how she was talking, he worth 300 million and I'm she gonna get my shit. She held, squeezed the ball sack of her parent. I think that in your mind, that's worse than shooting the father in the head. That's way worse. <laughs> <laughs> How wicked can you be <laughs> to to hold to no, hold yeah. to hold your dad by the balls because you <laughs> Jesus, that's disgusting. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just telling you what happened, and I'm saying. But that's disgusting. I'm saying if he's. But been that's around, disgusting. If he's that's been around a parent who is been acting entitled why would she expect anything less from him well i don't think he said okay come on let's go fishing so i can kill you i speak ill of the mom but what if the mom killed she john? held no but here my theory what if she's the one who killed john and he killed her i'm not saying honestly that all this time i thought clark did it father clark <laughs> no clark not in anything father come and be like mm. It's time, John. No. Pay up. Clark didn't do anything. I, I, that's why I tried to stage it. So, like, when I was reading the story, I was like, well, I mean, maybe Linda fake her debt, you know, so she could make away with the money. But then when you factor in that he um, took these things off of the boat for no reason, right? When he said he heard the noise and he jumped in the, in the life raft, and then he looked for the mother. But then I also tried to put myself in the mind of maybe somebody who thinks in a sequential way and not an emotional way, perhaps, because I don't know how his I spectrum mean. works, right? <laughs> but I'm just saying, um, if you're pretending that how he works, it's all in logics and logistics, where he's like, this next best thing to do is to get on the life raft. You can't really fault him for getting on a fucking life raft. But I mean, he didn't have to play a rose like that and then let him mother drown. Even if he got in life raft, had space for her too. You know? Titanic. Exactly. But you did you hear that's 25 years this year? Channel 25 years old. I was like, what the fuck? I remember going to see that in the cinema. I remember going to see it at the cinema and then me and Anissa took turns doing this on the bed. <laughs> 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 Having our Titanic moment on the bed, Anissa and I took turns, and we put our hands out and we would pretend we were at the bar, like the top of the ship there, and we were with Leonardo DiCaprio because you know he was the boy back then. Can you believe mm. this guy is, t is dating a teenager? The nineteen-year-old, oh he felt I think it's so disgusting. Oh my god! Oh my god! Susanna, you and I have said on this podcast several times. That 19 is just an, a, a person who's being, a, a teen, a child who's being called an adult. You have figured out nothing. You, you know nothing. You, you don't know. Nothing. You know nothing. I'm 40 and I know nothing. So Fuck. I really don't know okay, what he's on. doing. I mean, I don't know what they talk about. They don't talk. They don't talk. But, they don't talk, but here's the thing. He doesn't have to do much. Let's see what but my knees won't. <laughs> they don't last. Here's what happened. At 19, 
you know nothing and everything impresses you. Yeah, well, that's exactly why he dates young women because they're exactly. impressed with him. So they have no need to talk. He's getting his booze of collagen and she thinks she's at the top of the world. Like a simple, a simple Google search. Look, I have the sounds. Anyways, but yeah, nasty, nasty Leo. The fuck? I don't know. And you know, when I was younger, I used to really like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I everybody. still think he's a like, fantastic actor. He is an awesome He's a very awesome good actor. actor. But I mean, I know that older men like to be with younger women or whatever. But All there's the a line, okay? Time. That is a line. That's a line. That's a line. And do you see Mark Anthony wife now pregnant? How old is she? She's like 15. I don't know what she's like. She's not no 15. Uh, I don't know what they, what they, what, what is the problem? I still find him. Did you see all the big fuss about uh, Ben face? He's always getting turned into a meme. Quoting. He didn't <laughs> so even good. ask for it. It's so good. <laughs> he, um, like, it had a time when he, he stepped outside to, like, smoke a cigarette. And he's just like, have you ever seen that meme? He went outside to smoke a cigarette. Mm. And he went to get coffee and stuff. And he's just like, nah, fuck it. He just needed to breathe. Isn't that all of us, all it's, the motherfucking time? I, I, I could use that meme every day. I could use it every day. He's a memeable face. What are you going to do? It does. Yeah. yeah. He just accepts his fate as a future meme. Okay. Susanna, talk to me about the taxi lady. Taxi lady. Hmm. Barbara D. Weeder was born in February 1979. Hmm. And lived most of her life in Apple Creek. Apple Creek is an Amish country in Ohio. So she had like a horse and everything? Like she was in the Amish country? Or she, oh, shit. Amish. She was Amish. She was Amish. Oh. Mm-hmm. Not like we passing through picking up like apples and stuff. Like she lived there. Lived, lived, mm. lived. That's mm. that's the whole, whole story. This motherfucking dog. If y'all hear the motherfucking dog, just ignore it, please. We can't stop. Susanna has something to do tonight. And for the records, I'm I'm cussing another dog, not Bunny. That's also true. For the record, she is. Mm-hmm. She married Ellie Weaver. In May 1999. Eli Weaver? <laughs> I was like, this is a real progressive Amish situation. <laughs> because I wonder, How did you spell Eli? E-L-I. E-L-I. Uh-huh. By my head, he's Ellie. I understand, Susanna. I'm trying to say that I heard Ellie Weaver and I said, well, wow, look at these lesbian Amish. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't no offense to the Amish community but are, are there lesbians? lesbians we're asked are there lesbian Amish people that but can't be see this. that can't be the quote this technology. week you know they don't have technology <laughs> who's gonna tell them <laughs> shit <laughs> you see Shana uh, and we're here like an idiot hey this is why we can't get famous we're too stupid <laughs> for fame this is the pro- anyway continue if that was the criteria a lot of people were not what criteria of being smart not being stupid you're probably right okay so he married Ellie Weaver in 1999 you will say Ellie yeah okay all right mm-hmm. 2009 the couple had five kids 
Barbara was a respected member, member of the community, soft-spoken, a beloved woman who was kind to her children. And not a lesbian. Not a lesbian, but who the fuck is kind to five kids? Have you given up? You're maybe done. the first two maybe does take care of the second you, two and she's only maybe, take care of the last one. Maybe all this time these people know the secret. No no technology, no nothing. Now all your energy store these humans that you created. Ellie Weaver own a hunting and sports equipment store next to their house. So he have guns. He had the guns. Mm-hmm. They live their f life free of most of the conveniences of the modern world, mm -hmm. like cell phones, mm. <laughs> televisions, and cars. So there was no way she would, they would see our request for whether or not they were lesbian or Amish people? No. Okay. But they, 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 they connect with some people. I have to know, you know. Hold on. It's just they just not own technology. Aren't there lesbian? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't they? Because this they are Amish. Amish American so you're society. You're, you're basing all this gayness or lesbianism. American society says. is it into having technology. Now all these anti-gay people are going to send them to Amish communities. I am reading Amish America right now, right? And the reader writes, I'm sure there must be some Amish kids that are gay. I wonder how their parents and church handle this, as well as how the gay kids deal with it. Any idea where I might find this info? So they have also inquired. The short answer, and like the Amish's view on divorce, this isn't really something you can soft pedal which is that the Amish view is that homosexual behavior is a sin. Amish feels strongly about this, and if you aren't going to get a lot, you're not going to get a lot of variation or leeway on the issue. Like other sexual sin, it is considered serious and would be expected to be confessed and likely result in some form of discipline. In practice, I don't know how often this actually happens. If you watch the show Growing Up Amish, the teenage years, that's a, a series, mm -hmm. the, the, a teen named Richard Stevick writes that, quote, Amish themselves are confident that homosexuality in their communities is extremely rare. They simply do not consider see, it a pressing issue. They just don't say it. Mm -hmm. Anyways, on the morning of June 2nd, 2009. Hold on. There's a website it. called LGBT Amish. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a network for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender Amish and ex-Amish. It exists. The, the website exists. But I they have don't have no phones. These have a go? website, so but obviously they, they have go, access. But how do they go on the phones and on the websites and on them things? I don't have those answers. Is there such answers. a thing like a light Amish? Amish light. <laughs> like a, just like Amish light. light. I like don't a know. Like Cadillac, like, like, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, go ahead. Morning of June 2nd, 2009. Ellie Weaver left the house around 3 o'clock to Lake Erie. You know what's happening to Lake Erie, but he went to go for fish. He was going on a fishing trip. Another fishing trip. We named this episode mm. the fishing episode. The 
fishing episode. Mm-hmm. Sometime during the trip, he received a phone call from the police to let him know his wife was dead. What? That's one source it says, but this corrected at the bottom. You'll see. Right? Mm-hmm. That morning, one of the children woke up to and found Barbara unresponsive, unresponsive in her bed. And the child rushed to the neighbor who called 911. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Light. Mm. You know? When the police arrived. Ah, because they they're found- Amish. They still went and called 911. So you think they're Amish light? Because they Somebody, like he's not going to go to another, take the horse, put the thing. We all know what that, what much work it is to put a saddle on the horse. What Watching yellow stories. of that. So, <laughs> take the horse. Go. It was faster to get the person to call 911. Mm. Right. It's also, it's a kid. I don't know which one. Amish. Right. So when the police arrived, they found Barbara dead from a single gunshot wood to her chest. Oh my. Robbery was ruled out. As what would mo- they take? As motive. That doesn't mean they don't have shit. I didn't say they didn't have things, but I'm asking what would somebody come in to steal, like but their horses? That could be... Yes. For the Amish community, is exactly that. It's a community. So if anybody were to get in there to steal, it would be somebody who is coveting something that well, they have. Well, maybe they like the sweet potato that she plant. I don't know. All right. Okay. okay. I don't even know. Now Now I'm, I'm like Amish racist because I'm thinking that all these people plant their stuff. But if I'm going to live like that, I better have my own garden and have grow my own vegetables and I'm sure things. that they do. Herbs. Okay. Huh. What am I? Okay. She gets shot in the, the chest and the it's child no is robbery. light because the child went to... Because there was, a, uh-huh, there was an assignment of forced entry money, and the money in Plainview was not... Anything in Plainview was not touched, right? The police estimated that Barbara died sometime between midnight and 6 o'clock in the morning. It was... Later determined that Barbara died from a single one gunshot wound fired at close range from a 410.410, I don't know, shotgun. A 41 caliber shotgun, say it like that. Okay, so I just said a few. Sure. Yes. <laughs> During the investigation, I don't know why it make me laugh. What? I won't laugh, Chanel. This is bad. <laughs> During the investigation, the police... W- w- was talking to Barbara's sister and discovered, like they were talking to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Barbara's sister told the police mm-hmm. that Ellie and Barbara had a rocky marriage. Ellie had a history of cheating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? That doesn't okay. sound very Amish. Mm. According to Barbara's sister, Ellie started cheating when they were dating. Mm-hmm. So back in the day. Back in the back in the day. Mm-hmm. Ellie was always partying, seeing people outside the Amish faith. That's what I'm saying. Light Amish. Wow. Convenient Amish. You know, I would get so mad if some Amish man 
made me his hope. Like, because I'm out here being all regular, <laughs> you're like, oh, let me step out on my wife who is like a true Christian or uh, Amish the denomination of Christianity. I don't think they are, right? <laughs> Shit. I don't know much about the Just Amish. All I'm saying is that they have their they beliefs. They won't see you. For the other people. For <laughs> <laughs> the other people who are listening to this, if you have any insight, maybe you might be ex-Amish. If you're ex-Amish, like, we're not, we're not assholes. We're ignorant. And we would like to know okay that's all we're saying we're not judging we just want to know educate us thank you very much we Mm. have questions as dumb as they are they're genuine the show is not called criminally clueless for For nothing nothing. (laughs) okay it's in the name ha ellie had cheated on barbara twice with women women who were not amish and he had Temporal, temporal, temporarily, uh, temporarily <laughs> left the marriage. Hey, that's easy. I need so a break. So he took a little I'm break. Out. So he took one he of those. Took- he had a hall pass. Have you seen the movie Hall Pass? Where they gave the husband the pass for them to go have sex. And the one husband, he couldn't do it. And then the other husband was like, fuck it up. Remember Hall Pass? Mm. You should watch Hall Pass. It's kind of funny. Kind of disgusting, but mostly funny. Mm mostly fun okay mm-hmm. huh so he was also kicked out from the amish community and have to ask the elders to let him back because of his cheating chick yes right? yes yes his allegations barbara's sister definitely suspicious of ellie was cheating on barbara again Right, so the sister so felt like sister Eli is like, was cheated again. Look at this motherfucker, look at this motherfucker, yes, look at this yes, motherfucker. Yes. Like now Ellie says, like Ellie has gone because he sells them, right? And now he had cheated on her many times. Right? So why just couldn't stay gone with his side pieces? This is a man that likes to eat from every cake. Conveniently. Now, Barbara here, be, her Amish ass has to be still married to marry only him. Mm-hmm. She's not allowed to Because she's out. not allowed to, because, uh-huh. She'll be a whore. I know that much. Exactly. So this worthless piece of shit, it gets value by going back and forth cheating, but she will lose value by divorcing him for doing the nasties. So if they don't have TV, I'm very I'm positive that also won't be wearing any condoms. So let me put that on there. When questioned by the police, Ellie insists that his cheating days were over. He is a man of God. Please. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you. Member, member of the community insisted that he was lying. They learned there was a new one. The police. The police was... So the sister was right, is what they're finding out. The sister was right. Okay. The police got lots of tips indicating Ellie was spending a lot of time with someone referred to as the tax lady. Her name, Barbara Raber. So our next Barbara... Motherfucker. 
He's so lazy. So, a.k.a. Taxi Lady. A.k.a. Barb 2. Barbara 2.0. Mm-hmm. How lazy. Motherfucking. Hmm. Right? Imagine you find out you are the Bar- side woman and this man so lazy he couldn't even be bothered to find a woman with a different name from he was. He's a genius or he's a pig. He's a fucking pig. But Barbara is no innocent flower either. Taxi lady. She is married and she has three kids. People big. If they want to step out on their marriage, that's not the issue. It's who killed the lady. Barbara grew up in the Amish community. She's excellent. But had left with her husband to join the Mennonite Which is cons- so that's the light Amish. No, I thought it's considerably less conservative than the Amish one. Susanna, we were already saying that Eli and his wife were practicing Amish light. No, no, no. The Mennonite was a com- like it's convenient, right? Wife, it's all in. Barbara the Weaver, the son who Barbara went to call nine one one, is Amish light. No, because he left the house to call, to, to go to the neighbors to ask for the for, neighbor to call. For the neighbor to call. Mennonites can own cars and cell phones. Barbara 2.0 was known to work as a driver for the Amish. I, so, aka, a, that's why she's a taxi, taxi lady. Taxi. But I have a question. I have a question. If you leave the Amish to go to the Mennonites, since they're so close, do you get, like, excommunicated like the other Amish people? Because, like, when they leave, their family, like, has no contact with them or anything oh, really? like that. I think so. Really? I, I think I watched a couple episodes of Growing Up Amish and people who leave, I don't think that their families have anything. I think, I don't know if they're allowed to even go back. I can't remember if I, maybe I didn't pay attention enough. My question is, if you're just going to Amish light. Again, who's going to ask? Can you stay? The Mennonites, they have phones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mennonites. If, if, if any of you are from the Amish side, your parents still talking to you? Like, what happens there? Okay. So Barbara 2.0 was brought to the uh, brought uh, questioned by the police, mm. and but yes, she said yes. Ellie and I had an affair, but it ended six months ago. Mm. She has been with uh, she has been home with her husband when Barbara Weber died. So the husband is the alibi. The husband, yeah. A woman named Dandy Heasley contacted the police to tell them she had briefly had a relationship with Ellie a while back. How long is that? They had been, they had met on a dating site. I thought he not supposed to use technology. Where Ellie described himself as an Amish stud. A what? Amish stud. I have nothing against anybody religion or lifestyle, right? <laughs> but if this is who you say you're going to be, do that. Here's here's what happened. Nothing like we're here. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? He cheating. Yes, I and know. all we're talking about is this. But that's what your brain goes now. What I don't like about it, like if you say, okay, um, I grew up with this community. I grew up. This is my religion, whatever it is. But I no longer. 
want to be a part of it, Align leave. with the values of the community. Go. Go. Why did you have to go fucked up, come back, be Amish, and then go and fucked up again? And now you're promoting yourself as an Amish. Stud. I thought that was funny. Amish stud. Stud. Wow. Can I see a picture of Elon? Oh, he ugly as fuck. Oh. I don't know what the fuck is happening to these women. What the fuck, man? But if you said, well, I'm I don't know if I would see that and be like, yes. You know? But I don't know. I would even I don't know which site it is. What age it is. Dandy talked about Ellie's attitude towards his wife. According to her, Ellie was deeply unhappy in his marriage. No shit. Mm. And made several comments alluding to wanting to know how to kill someone and getting rid of his wife permanently. Wow. I was going to say something not nice. Another woman. <laughs> this should be like, this case should have been like the singing birds. <laughs> All of them singing. The Barbara sister. What now the Barbara. An Amish. An Amish. Yeah. On a dating website. This, oh, like, is why he fucked up. He's, this is his first, maybe that's his first time out. Like he just seeing too much and he's like, I need to effectively advertise. No, but he's going back and forth. I need to effectively advertise. Like I've been eating all the organic. No. Come and get some he of can't, this. He can't cut his beard and stuff because then he can't fit in back home. So he has to look like how he looks when he goes home. So he's like, let me lean into it. You know, I need to get as many girls as I want. He out and bad in these streets trying to get late. Sure. Anyways, another one. Not Dandy. Not Dandy, another woman. <laughs> reach out to the police. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me. Reach out to the police. Confirm. They had had an affair. And they. he also made comments about killing his wife. Comments about wanting to or comments about him having about, about wanting to. Wanting oh, okay. to. But he's straight up an idiot. So he's cheating. And he goes like, so now that we're here, how do you think I can just remove this woman from my life? This is like, you know he, how I have that so saying. He's so lazy that he's trying to get ideas from somebody else. You know how I have that saying, this is why we can't have nice things. I'm applying it to him in this scenario. It's like he got something, which is the ability to carry on with these women on the side. Mm. But he just was too greedy. He wanted more. Mm. So now the police asked Dandy to make a new dating dating profile and reach out to Ellie. So you're going to try to trap him. Ask him to call her. Mm-hmm. On what? Ellie, of course fell for it and was forced to give the phone records like because mm. of course he was like pretending he never had a phone he never had exactly a phone, right? mm-hmm. that's what i said how the fuck he knew people they, he went on a fishing trip with other people one of them had a phone mm. you know and they called the guy that had a phone and then that that they told him the barber did Ah, this is how he found that, out when he went on his fishing trip that exactly. Barbara had Exactly, okay, okay, okay. Exactly. In Spanish, they said, se cayó con los kilos. Like, it's, it's, se cayó. Se cayó 
con con los los kilos kilos se cayó it's like you los got kilos. Los, los kilos referring to the cocaine blocks right like kilos, kilos, the kilograms, kilograms kilograms right uh-huh, uh-huh. so he got caught mm-hmm. so se cayó con los kilos okay <laughs> because he answered the phone now he's calling he's calling dandy right police says give me the phone <laughs> I'm gonna subpoena the ass out of your phone, mm-hmm. right? The first thing they find out, the phone is registered under Barb one. Barbara two point Barbara two point. Barbara. I was not about to say like maybe Bob one was an enabler of his lifestyle, because as Can long as he imagine? outside hoeing, she not bothering me. That would be smart. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would have thought, go, go. So, go ahead. You have enough. Oh, shit. After five kids. You want a little foolish shit. <laughs> I'm here telling this with potatoes. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So the phone record revealed Ellie and Barbara 2.0 discuss, discussing the murder of Barbara Weaver. Mm-hmm. They sent numerous text messages to each other setting out their plan, including but not limited to Poison cup, cupcakes. Carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide. Monoxide. And home explosion. And none of these messages Ellie consider. Well, I have five kids. A cupcake that will murder all of them. Mm, You know? Maybe that was. Home explosion. All of them. How am I going to take all of them kids out of the house so I can mm-hmm. kill this woman? Right? Mm-hmm. So he does not consider that he wants to get rid of Barbara. Right? He not only considered it, but he, when he would, he would say, and I'm quoting, they will go straight to heaven. Who is that? Oh, he, now he's the a kids. family annihilator. The kids. The kids. Remember, the we kids. talk about a family and like, yeah, you talk about killing the uh. kids. I'm saying. Now he's a family annihilator. His plan is to kill his whole family. Another text found on the records was from Ellie to Barbara 2.0, giving her directions of where to park outside the house. He told her the door was unlocked and encouraged her when she expressed fear of and possible regrets. Mm -hmm. Of course, you already know what's happening. On June 10th, the pair got arrested. Barbara 2.0 computer showed over 800 searches on how to poison somebody. These bitches. <laughs> you see, they don't even understand. How Barbara to 2.0 the phones. confessed to the murder during the interrogation, but refused to complete a written statement. The taxi lady admitted she had fallen in love with Ellie because you know we know he's a misstart. This is ridiculous. <laughs> he convinced her the only way they could be together was if she killed his wife. Meanwhile, wow. Barbara 2.0 it's married. Imagine somebody telling you she said y'all can't be together unless you kill somebody. <laughs> I guess we just not staying together. Like, what? Is that somebody you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, um, she said that she crept into Ellie's and Barbara's home with her husband gone, sh- 
gun, um, gun, mm-hmm. and shot Barbara. Although she insisted she just tried to scare her because you know nobody touched the trigger. Mm-hmm. I just wanted like I I bought a rifle that could kill seven yeah, thousand. Right, just just thinking because Eli didn't say mm. that we could have be together if I killed she. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So she was. She said that she was trying to scare her, but the gun went off accidentally. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. You know how that Ellie, is. Ellie, the motherfucker that he is, took a plea. Of course. In exchange of testifying against of Barbara course. 2.0. Oh, what wow. can you wait for this man? Wow. Right? It's a good thing she gave up everything. He plead guilty to complice, complicity to commit murder. Mm-hmm. Right? On June 12th, 2009, a grand jury indicted Barbara 2.0 on one count of aggravated murder and attendant firearm specification. I don't know what that is. Okay. No idea. On August 21st, 2009, Barbara 2.0 filed a motion to suppress, seeking to exclude the oral statements she made to the police upon and after her arrest. So I said it, but you know, pretend like you didn't hear me. Exactly. Mm. Because I didn't sign. I mean, mm-hmm. some people feel pressured in an interrogation setting. The co- Listen, I, I, I pray that I never have to go there because the moment I sit down with those two policemen, first and foremost, my mind is like, when are these bitches tripping down? Second, I'll be like, <laughs> yes, I'm guilty. Why would you say yes, you're guilty? I, I don't know. I'll be so much pressure just to be in those rooms. I'll be like, yes, I did it. But we're just asking you for your name. But I'm just confessing. Okay. <laughs> of course the the court denied barbara 2.0 motion the jury trial commenced and barbara aka barbara 2.0 aka the taxi lady was found guilty of aggravated murder and further found that she had committed the murder with the firearm of course barbara 2.0 was sentenced to a total of 23 years in prison and Ellie, Ellie was sentenced to 15 years to life in prison. He will be eligible for parole in 2024. So we all know. The sheer disrespect of this story is enormous. <laughs> because he has the wife. He's so lazy. He get the side piece <laughs> with the same name. But he disrespect like his like... wife. He disrespect his family. <laughs> he disrespect his religion. He disrespect the internet. Like it was just so disrespectful. The whole story. <laughs> the Amish stud. That's why you should have named the case. The Amish stud. Should have named it the Amish stud. I like the taxi later. I like the taxi later, but I was gonna put it the singing birds, because everybody. No, I feel like you should have named it the Amish stud. The Amish. Anyway, the whole episode is gonna call the fishing trip. The fishing trip. Mm -hmm. Are we wrapping this up? Um, no, I would like to tell the public that I have. I am on day seventeen of no (laughs) sugar, right? And if anything that is recorded in this time is a version of Shauna that you may not recognize. She is in desperate need of an alcoholic beverage. Okay. Sister one that doesn't drink. I don't drink like Susanna, but I really could do with a nice edge off situation. Okay. <laughs> I really could. Really, really. 
I have a lot going on at work and I can just do it like when I turn that computer off, just let me just have a beverage, you know, take a, eat something carby and go to sleep. It's literally what I want to do, right? So um, I've somehow made it all the way to day 17 with no gluten, no soy, no dairy, no sugar, no added sugar. I'm only allowed to have natural sugar. So right now I want dessert and I'm thinking about going to get a pee. Okay, this is where we are in life. If anybody would like to join me, I don't understand why you would. But if you want to, please feel free. I might do, I might do the last two weeks. I'm going to do that cleanse again. You don't have an appendix to lose. Exactly. So why not? You know, I'm why don't do we do, cleanse. I won't do the cleanse, but I did want to do back juicing. How about I do juicing for a few days with you? Like make my juices. Mm-hmm. But don't do it like the last time. A couple of weeks be- or a week or a couple of weeks before, try to start eating clean. So your body is, uh-huh. So your body's like, okay, it's not like a big chuck, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's not like a cold turkey situation. Mm-hmm. So just, just start eating clean, clean er, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, cleanse. Mm-hmm. And then you continue your try your best. Mm-hmm. Because right after my cleanse ended, I went and got a burger. Eh? And then two days later, I was at the hospital. No appendix. What does that mean? Does that mean that when I'm done, I can't go eat what I want to eat? Because I have a big weekend planned. Yeah, that could be a lot, a lot for... I don't care. I want to eat pancakes and waffles and chocolate and ice cream and fried chicken and fries. And I would like to have a roti, and if possible, maybe a little alu pie and a dowels. And if it have time, I would like some pastries as well. Who eating what? Like, <laughs> on a regular eating diet, you eat that much. Yeah, but I have a this limited window to eat This is like a Susanna spirit there, right I have, there. I have a limited window to eat it. So my last you day know, you're is limited. the you're, third you're of limit March. Is your limit. So what's the point? You're going to continue on this like it's looking. Yeah, I'm going to do it again. Like it's looking. This is what Steven said. Mm-hmm. Steven, who is mm-hmm. like my biggest naysayer. For all of y'all who know who Steven is, Steven is not the, the most generous with compliments, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, your face looking slimmer. Yeah. I said, wow, is that true? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If that's true, that's amazing. So, yes. so listen to this. On the 3rd of March, technically I can have food. Because a month is up to the 2nd of March. The 3rd is a Friday. Mm. But I only told myself I'll allow myself a weekend, which is the Saturday, Sunday, which is the 4th and 5th. Yourself a little treat Uh, every two weeks. If you wanted to do a month, but... I'm doing the month. But what I'm saying is that I feel like I I really want to do like a... um, Like maybe I just zone in. I just decide, okay... To start this meal, I'm having a pastry. That is my appetizer. I have my meal and then I have a dessert. You never, like even on a regular basis, you don't eat like that. Who that you're trying to fucking lie to? I, let's let's me, wrap this shit to up. Costco, we eat like that. Because we never finish our food in and we're not like, we don't feel bad because it's like $5. Anyway, I made it 17 days. I can do another 13 days. Day five and six were very dark. I might make myself a, a maybe a little blueberry something tonight as a dessert. Just really blueberries. 
can't make myself anything with the blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else. I'm Listen, the this is depressing. I'm very delusional. Let's wrap this <laughs> shit up. We know nothing. So please go to the sources linked on our Instagram at Criminally Clueless or on our website at criminallyclueless.com to get the real tea. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a like or review so we can dominate those ratings. Hey, remember, we might be clueless, but that's not a crime. This diet is a crime.